Welcome, I'm Laura, and I find good advice and make it more personal, more intuitive, and more you. This is Secrets Your Mentor Never Told You. I am diving deep to curate a life that I love. I've discovered some research that can best explain my discoveries. I'm actually always looking for new information, new data about trying to put the pieces together. But the discourse I see is that I used to save to myself, I'll wait until I have more time, um, more time for myself, or I'll wait until my career is in flow, and then I'll have time. Or no, wait, I'm going to wait till I'm retired. Nope, I'll wait until I'm dead. Then I'll start to meditate. I want to share with you the bigger picture that I think needs to be discussed instead of all the little benefits to meditation. Mentors and guides, including myself, talk about meditation. And really, I just want to get to the heart of why it means the difference between an existence and a life well lived. I'm telling you straight. Meditation strengthens concentration your concentration muscle. You need concentration for everything in your life, from brushing your teeth to work, sex, driving, sports, friendships, everything, and all improve when you have concentration. If you have a strong ability to concentrate, you have all the ability to be successful in your life. Stress is the opposite to concentration. Stress is a state of distraction, juggling balls that constantly drop or causes fatigue, trying to keep them all up. Finding yourself hurting cats or butterflies, you're the one that's not in flow. Developing concentration is the best gift I've ever given myself. When I can concentrate, I can create, letting myself try new things. Things that I choose, driven from my own awareness of, of choice. As Daniel Pink would say, human beings have an innate inner drive to be autonomous, self-determined, and connected to one another. And when that drive is liberated, people achieve more and live richer lives. The second learning piece from the building blocks of concentration is choice. Once I'm clear and what, what drives me and I have concentration, I now can play. How do I learn to be more playful? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I would start with a list of things I want to try. Number one, don't think, just write it out. If you don't have something, borrow something. Say skydiving. Okay, well, that's not going to happen, but maybe it, it could. But skydiving might lead to flying in a plane. And maybe I'm, I'm going to learn how to fly small airplanes. And then from small airplanes, maybe I'm going to oh, paint the pictures of skies. And here I am, look, painting Bob Ross style pictures of clouds and 
How beautiful would that be? So soon that list will include bizarre things or things that make you go, I wanted that. Midlife crisis is all about trying cool stuff. Get get in that sports car or try on that weird clothing. Go to that rock concert. Figure out what a pecha kucha is or be a tourist in your own town. As I move into this phase in my life, I've been looking for experiences that can put me closer to what I think would excite me. Because when I do, I create a deeper sense of manifestation or imagination, things I want to create in my life. Only then do I become clear on the way I'm living to be happy. And all the lists in the world aren't going to happen until you take them out for a test drive. Literally. I thought I wanted a Lexus, like capital L Lexus, and I found a picture of one and I wanted to look at one every day and think it's going to come to me because I'm thinking about it and I'm going to I'm going to look at that one every day. And I said, I've never test drove one. So I did that. I didn't want to buy one right now. I know crazy. However, this is me outside my normal comfort zone. I don't test drive every day. I know there's people there that do it. So I took a piece of that and said, well, millions of people every day do this thing called a test drive. And out I went and I took it out. And it wasn't a run, it was more like a trot. Because there wasn't any zoom, or vroom, or roar. I wanted an experience, not an overpriced cell phone battery charger. It's practically self-driving already. So I'm now clear on not purchasing that. So when I got home, I took the picture and I tossed it out. And I said, okay, it's a hell no. Summer rolls around and then my neighbor's washing his car. And I'm out walking the dog and I wave and I walk over and he says, want to go for a spin? And I felt my body visibly jolt. I had a lot of ways to say, nah, it's okay. And then I emptied all those thoughts and I let my body decide. I said, sure. This is a hell yes, because he has a 1984 Porsche 911, or he had. Sidebar, I'd been thinking about this Porsche ever since I lived in the 80s. So my only regret was that I didn't get to drive it yet. Stay tuned. I'll figure it out. So off we go, and I feel this car in every fiber of my body. It vibrates, it roars, it spins, it hugs, it leans in, and it bends. And I'm in heaven because 
I am laughing the whole time. I have this big cheesy grin. (sighs) That's a car. That's how I want to live. That's what it feels like to experience life. It's not just a thought. And it's not a whisper of a voice. I want life to pull me by the pants and shake my world. That experience has added a level of awareness to what manifestation can be. It, it has to be a visceral thrill. It, it drives you from within. It dictates to you from your internal knowing. There was a time when I felt like a popsicle, frozen with all that juice inside my soul. It showed up as confusion, confused and unsure of myself. Confusion feels to me like a byproduct for anxiety. It's the natural lizard trigger, and it freezes up my brain when I feel threatened. And there was a time for that purpose. Instead of fixing any of that, I let go of control. That control coming from my need to have the past be any other way. Meditation was the first step, changing my awareness to create more concentration. Then came my own understanding of the concepts of the human experience. Only then could I let go of all those warning signals, take down the guard, and allow myself to explore once again. So what does passion look like? I think that there's a sense of joy and a little bit of fear happening in the background. Concentration and passion are the two components to creation, and that's what we're here to be. This is the secret sauce. In my upcoming interview with Mary Chan, my podcast coach, she describes it beautifully in her own words. And so my part of my value is always just try it anyway, because what have you got to lose? Go do what you think you want to do, not what you should do, and give it a try. And then, you know, if it doesn't work, let's try this route. Let's try a different one. Let's just be creative and try different options and see what what you can pull out of you, because everyone's got some passion in them. And it's just a matter of dipping your toe into little different little pools to figure out which pool is right right for me. When was the last time you felt a thrill of discovery? What would you go and try today? I'm talking about when you were young, what were you drawn to? Start there and grow your experiences. This isn't your midlife crisis talking to you. I used a car metaphor, and and that's close to the stereotypical midlife crisis here in North America. But see, where I'm showing you the thrill and the joy in the excitement, it's knowing what's right for you and what isn't. Then add in concentration. And you've got the whole picture. 
I have only one list and it's like a wheel and I keep growing it and it's filled with things that I've tried and things that I'll try again because I know it's going to take a few learning leaps to get there. And how do I know I'm happy? Because sometimes I try stuff out and the result is a disaster or I'm not accepted into whatever process I've applied for. Then I say to myself, I got close to it. Or, it just wasn't my turn this time. And that puts me in the game. My upcoming interview with Mary Chan, my podcast coach, I couldn't have done any of this show without you. And now I have my wings and I'm flying without you. (laughs) So I'm going to interview her in my next episode. And special thanks to all my meditation practitioners throughout the last six years. Holy moly, six years. If you're feeling disconnected over the holidays, reach out for a chat. Email me at flexiblelifecoach at gmail.com. Again, just a free chat. If you're especially interested, I have a connection to a 72-hour holiday extravaganza that a friend is trying to pull off starting December 23rd, 2020 in support of suicide awareness. All of this will be free. Please email me for the link. I hope you find peace and joy at this time of year. I'm Laura, and this is Secrets Your Mentor Never Told You. How do you learn to be playful? Well, start with a list. I don't mean a boring list. I mean a list like it's just throwing out of your head. I want to do rocket launching and speedball chasing. I don't know what speedball is, but um, nope, that's not it. (laughs) I don't want to say speedball. 